This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Cats at night. Now here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. In studio with us, we have Ed Cox, Judge Weinberg, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia. On the line with us, we have Eric Goldstein. He is the CEO of UJA Federation of New York, the largest local Jewish philanthropy organization in the world, helping 4.5 million people each and every single year. Welcome to Cats at Night, Eric Goldstein. Thanks so much, Lydia. How are you? Good. And I know you're a great friend of Rabbi Potasnik as well. And he was telling us about the Shine the Right, the Shine the Light rally. And you also have a lot of non-Jewish people that also participate. Can you tell us about this rally? Sure. Uh, so this happened on uh, Monday evening uh, in Times Square, the heart of New York, where we had thousands of people come out as part of a Shine a Light campaign on anti-Semitism. We do this deliberately over, uh, over Hanukkah, the you know, holiday of lights, uh, a victory of light over darkness, over oppression, to say that today we have uh, tragically a, a dramatic rise in anti-Semitism, not only in the country broadly, but very much in our own backyard. And we ask people of all backgrounds to come together to say, this is a challenge we need to confront together. And so we had a lighting of a Hanukkah menorah, in Times Square, we had the governor, the attorney general, uh, and a lot. It was not only about solemn speeches. It was also let's celebrate being proud public Jews at a time where, you know, that is more under attack. So that, that's the essence. And China Light has programs, hundreds of them across the country uh, during uh, Hanukkah. Eric, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. I have to I tell do. you that we're... I've been on the board for years ago of the Anti-Defamation League and the Jewish Community Relations Council. And this problem of anti-Semitism, as you know, goes back for hundreds and hundreds of years. It's the most longstanding prejudice. It's an acceptable prejudice. And it's an acceptable prejudice from both the left and the right. So how do you deal with that? Well, first of all, it's thousands and thousands of years, uh, uh, regrettably, not hundreds and hundreds. And I agree. It is very much coming uh, from the left and the right. And we're not going to stop anti-Semitism. It's been around forever. But it sort of ebbs and flows. And now it's flowing in ways that are almost unimaginable from the perspective of only you know four or five years ago, how anti-Semitic uh, um, rhetoric has become so much normalized in our, our country. Uh, and how do you deal with it? First of all, I think we can't, we Jews can't do it alone. It's clear that uh, people across communities, across backgrounds, need to come together. We need to educate uh, people about what are anti Semitic tropes. We need to educate people about the modern face of anti Semitism, how it presents. Uh, and we need to go community to community. Uh, you know, national strategies are great, 
But at the end of the day, you need to take influentials uh, in hyper-local communities uh, uh, and bring them together uh, to understand uh, the challenge and figure out strategies uh, uh, to work. Uh, part of what China Light does uh, is it provides the tools uh, to educate community. I mean, there's a lot of ignorance. There's a lot of people who don't even deliberately uh, engage in anti-Semitic tropes, but they're tropes nonetheless, and people need to really be sensitized, like we are to lots of things, about the modern face of anti-Semitism and, and, and not be complacent. Uh, complacence is acceptance. You need to speak up proudly and loudly uh, when you when you hear it. One of the problems, and you know this, is to say, well, we're not anti-Semitic, we're not anti-Jewish, we just have problems with uh, Israeli policies. How do you respond to that? Well, let's be clear that uh, having criticisms of a government of Israel uh, doesn't make you an anti-Semite. You know, many of us have different administrations over time, uh, Republican or Democrat, where we could have uh, disagreed vehemently with a particular government policy, and that's uh, democracy in action, and that's absolutely right. But to say that Israel doesn't have a right to exist, that a Jewish state uh, is an unacceptable reality, that is anti-Semitism. Uh, you know, it's Israel is the Jew of the nations saying that uh, they don't have a right to exist. So criticism is fine, uh, but creating double standards around Israel, condemning its very existence, that is absolute anti-Semitism. And we have to understand it and be uh, also uh, uh, confronting that very, very loudly and very, very openly. Again, we are speaking with Eric Goldstein, the CEO of UJA Federation of New York. Uh, Mr. Goldstein, when we're talking about, you know, being pro-Israel or, you know, it seems like it's like almost like the cool thing to do on a lot of college campuses to be anti-Israel, to be anti-Jewish. Zionists need not apply for this club. How do you combat the, the, the kind of that kind of rhetoric that's happening at schools all across the country? Yeah, look, uh, campuses are a growing a challenge. I entirely agree. You know, I think there's this false uh, conflation. There's a sense that what's happening in Israel is a racial conflict and a white imperial people is uh, oppressing a people of color. Uh, you know, uh, Jews uh, in Israel, Jews worldwide uh, are incredibly diverse. Uh, uh, and Jews, uh, many, many Jews of color, the 850,000 uh, Jews of color uh, from Israeli communities, you know, in Yemen and Morocco, who were uh, taken from their homes uh, in the wake of the establishment of the state of Israel, thrown out of their countries, and they had to emigrate to Israel and other places. Uh, so the whole notion that this is a racial conflict, this is a, a, a conflict around the pieces of land and around security, but this is not a racial conflict. Uh, and we need to educate again on campus. Uh, nuance is lost in too much of conversation, and we look at everything through the lens of America. But let's understand very clearly what the issues are around in Israel and how they are so different from the challenges in America. Uh, and, and let's not uh, you know, assume this false intersectionality. But look, a lot of this is, too, about we need to uh, educate our children, our students, uh, our communities, long before they get to college, so that they have the information 
to uh, calmly express their views about why you know, Israel is like the only democracy in the region uh, and a beacon of light in so many ways. Not to say there aren't challenges and not to say that people can't have, uh, uh, you know, criticisms about this government or that. Uh, that is absolutely fine. But to understand just what the wonder is of Israel and how much good it brings to the region uh, and, and the world. I, mean, I was recently, uh, 10 days ago, in the UAE, uh, including a meeting with the leader of the UAE, uh, Mohammed bin Zayed, uh, who extolled how important Israel was to the region uh, and how important a partner it was to confront real hatred and fight against Iran and how important regional cooperation is. And I think we need to be sending out those messages more and more. Well, thank you, Eric Goldstein. John Katsimatidis here, and thank you for bringing us up to date. And we all fight hard. Uh, last night, uh, myself and uh, Sydney uh, 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 Rosenberg uh, lit the uh, menorah on 59th Street. And God, God bless you. And, uh, happy and you've been Hanukkah. doing that for 20 years now, 25 right? 25 years. And you're the only non-Jewish person. No, Christian? there's a few other non-Jews that do that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, the largest menorah in the world. 59 feet. Thank you so much. And uh, well, happy Hanukkah. And we'll, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, and thank you for all you do and for all your humanitarian support for so many important things. We're grateful. Thank um, you. God bless. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.